I've been in the game for over two decades, working with gangs, addiction, and mental health. And over the course of time, what I've learned is, sometimes you have to journey through the dark to find your way into the light. And now, we're gonna talk about it. Would you please join us for the movement of Mongo? All right, gather together from the four corners of the planet rock that we call Earth. You know what it is, and you know who it is. It's your main man, 50 Grand, the M-O-N-G-O, a.k.a. Congo, a.k.a. Monjeezy, a.k.a. Woo! Can I get a Ric Flair? Let me tell you, I'm super hyped today. I don't even need a hype man. I got a hype woman next to me. Today, I have brought in from the planet Mars, no, even better, Tatooine, where Luke Skywalker's from, because this guest has the force on them. I brought in something special for you today. I spared no expenses in making this happen. Let me tell you, there's not an interviewer on the planet who could have pulled this off. You guys <laughs> thought I was hyped when I brought in Dr. Holloway. One of, if not one of the best psychiatrists in the state of Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. But I have pulled a rabbit out of the hat. Not Peter Rabbit. <laughs> Couldn't be Peter Rabbit. Now, granted, Peter Rabbit is known for Easter, but it's somebody more <laughs> famous than him, Bugs Bunny. If I pulled a rabbit from the hat, it was Bugs Bunny, I'm telling you, I spared no expense. My guest today is pound for pound, one of the best in politics that you'll ever see in the state of Oklahoma, bar none. This guest is not just a personal friend of mine, mm -hmm. but a childhood friend of mine. When I tell you that when it comes to inspiration, motivation, mm -hmm. when it comes to building people, building lives and community, mm -hmm. I'm sitting next to the embodiment of that right here. Not just anybody. When I say a childhood friend, that means we roll together. That means when it go down, <laughs> it's going down with both of us. <laughs> we I from Spencer. Yes, you fight one yes. person in Spencer, you fighting them all. You ain't <laughs> so you better be ready. You know the motto for that school used to be, if you lose the game, don't lose the fight. That's right. <laughs> the guest I have next to me right now has so much fight in her, it's going to inspire you. I think Right off the top, when I think about some of the people that I consider greats from Angela Munson, J.C. Watts, mm -hmm. uh, people of color who have been in uh, politics for many years uh, who did their thing, I think you stand alone in the longevity and how you did it and the mm -hmm. style points. I don't think anybody was able to do it better. Wow. You're kind of like, uh, I've used this with uh, Dr. Holloway and some other people. You're the Floyd Mayweather, the mm -hmm. Muhammad Ali. Uh, when it comes to politics, that's who you are. And Muhammad Ali is perfect because he made several comebacks. Mm -hmm. So it may be appropriate that we brought up that name today. All right. <laughs> All right. Now, before I pass this over, because you're saying who's sitting next to me, for those who live in Oklahoma, you already know who's sitting next to me. There's no, <laughs> there's no stunts. There's no camera or, or fake ma uh, trickery. <laughs> Anastasia Pittman speaks for herself in the state of Oklahoma. That's who we got on the show. When I tell you, I put off a feat that not only Oprah Winfrey couldn't do, Shadow <laughs> right. Stevens, Danny Kaye. For those who remember Danny Kaye, uh, uh, Stone Phillips from 
some Dateline or, or 2020, the M-O-N-G-O pull the rabbit out of the hat for you. Stacy, I want to thank you for being on the show, and I want to thank you so much for just gracing us with your presence and your humility. God is so good. He's able. Amen. <laughs> Stacy. the people who don't know you and really don't know this, Stacy was a true tomboy. You would never know mm -hmm. it looking at her right here. She looks like a fashion model that stepped out of Vogue. Thank you. But when I grew up with Stacy, if we was in a fight, we would go down the street. We'd have to walk. It would be a few blocks, but that's what we did back then. we walk up, knock on the door. We wouldn't get her brother, Tiger. We'd get her because we knew she knew how to drop bees. <laughs> Stacy, it's some boys up the street. We got to right. fight. She put on her shoes and come out there knocking heads. That's how Let's she did it. it. Let's do it. I'm so honored to be here. Um, I know most people uh, don't know that that we are childhood friends. We and are. so uh, when people say Anastasia Pittman, they have no idea that we Amen. have some humble beginnings Amen. together. And, uh, and, and, and you're right. It's a lot of people <laughs> that ask for us to come on their show mm -hmm. and we get to pick and choose. And so Amen. I'm very grateful uh, to have this special time with you today. But yeah, yeah, we did a lot of things. We a lot did. of folks in, uh, in Oklahoma. Oklahoma City, they they have no idea that I do have a nickname uh, named Stacy. Some people call me Anna uh -huh. or Stacia, mm -hmm. uh, but those who know me and uh, who her real who friend, everybody can't call her Stacy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's for us. That's we right. grew up with that. Remember your grandmother? Yes. Uh, we would walk into the house and she would you'd be in another room and she'd say Stacy. <laughs> that's actually Stacy. Come yeah. out here. <laughs> I'm not Take joking. Me back. Take me all the way back. Yeah, and we had great times, but that we was did. back when we had community, Amen. when we had residents who shared a, a common good or a common goal Amen. in the communities where students and, and, and friends were safe. We could go from house to house, and we knew how to obey those Preach. rules in those houses. Uh, so we had to obey your grandmother, my grandmother, Miss Bates across the street, Miss oh, Martin down the street, Miss James you down better the street, Miss Mitchell, Miss <laughs> Colbert, Mr. Brady. You know, we you know, we go on and on and on. The Ezels, wow. all in Spencer, all you in named Spencer. All the of Metcalfs, oh the my Hayes. God. You wow. know, we, we can go back up. It, it, it's all over, you know. God fearing um, people. God fearing absolutely. people who believe absolutely. in that spiritual absolutely. that spiritual connection with your life. Amen. And all absolutely. of them. One thing you just named that sounded really good. Mm -hmm. Because back then, uh, nowadays, if you try to correct somebody's kids, you'll be in a fight at a soccer game. Yeah. They'll be trying to fight you. Back then, they could correct you mm -hmm. and they'll call your parents or take you to your parents absolutely. or grandparents. Take that was no joke. Parents. It was like, uh uh, you're not showing out up here. Your mama know you down here? Does Miss Allen know what you're doing? Mm -hmm. You would be it. checked right on the spot. Amen. Amen. That's, listen, we had a Mr. Coulter on the corner. We we had Mr. Pollards, the Pollards. We Didn't had the play. Jacksons and Didn't the Johnsons, play. the Tuckers. But but in in mentioning those people, uh, in mentioning our neighbors, Amen. our friends, Amen. a lot of times we lose that culture and we lose that cohesiveness in a community because we now have uh, garages in the front instead of on the side or wow. in the back. And people wow. can just mosey on into their homes and they never have to come out and talk to their neighbors. Wow. And so you wouldn't know if a neighbor passed away next to you. You would in our neighborhood wow. because preaching. we're taking food to them. We're, yeah. we're, we're hovering 
hovering around them. We're praying Amen. for them. We're blessing uh, their families. So when guests come in, Amen. we're there carrying that load for them. So wow. you had Miss Winslet and T90 and all of these folks. <laughs> I'm going to take you back. Did you, did you really yeah, just do yeah, that? Yeah, his, his real name's Edward, but <laughs> everybody can't call him by his nickname. So, you know, we had people behind us, uh, the Smiths and the Robinsons. Uh -huh. uh, but we we knew, you know, when you call, go up Amen. to Stevie House and, and the house. So well, you named the whole I'm neighborhood. You, I'm telling you, Miss, Mr. Foreman, uh, what DeJuan wow, and So come on now, LaMail. <laughs> we, we had a community four blocks from Timberland Amen. to Wright Street we did. to Hicks Edition to Fox Street. We did. So all and the Hicks Edition. all the kids. All the kids. Not only knew each other, but we would go to the center during the mm -hmm. uh, summertime. That's correct. And that's where we would go and do stuff and play and basketball and track all and all of, of that. All of it. Yeah. That's how we built up. But, but And we don't have those anymore. So those we some don't. of the things that we need to bring back. We want to bring value back into our communities. And okay, so, so how do we do that? Because we're talking about, uh, you know, and who would think that in all our years we'd be talking like that generation before us? Exactly. How do we bring that back? Because now with cell phones, with social media, mm -hmm. there is no cohesiveness. Mm -hmm. It's Everything is so independent, and people think they're under the illusion mm -hmm. that because you have a thousand Facebook friends that you got a thousand people backing you up. You don't. Mm -mm. You have it on social media, but when uh, stuff goes down, that's not what's happening. How do we bring that cohesiveness back to the neighborhood? Well, we, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, our goal is to meet people where they are. You have to meet people at their social reality. Amen. We have a lot of homelessness. We have a lot of incarcerated people. We have a lot of mm -hmm. uh, people with broken homes and Amen. single parent families. But if you don't talk to the kids, a lot of educators, we make lesson plans and we talk about our philosophy of teaching and our philosophy of discipline. But if you don't include the students or the mm -hmm. kids in that uh, educational plan that mm -hmm. you have for them. Mm -hmm. uh, nowadays, these kids don't participate. No. Uh, yeah. So detention is is unbeknownst to them. We <laughs> we were scared to to miss school. We, we went were. to school every day. We were. And we knew if we got in trouble at school, we would get in trouble at home too. Amen. You get in trouble at church. You you had civic groups. We played sports. All of these things required discipline and teamwork. But what you're saying, Stacy, is back on family. For instance, mm -hmm. if we dared to ditch school yeah. in that neighborhood, yeah. they saw you walk. You had to literally, you couldn't enjoy it. You couldn't just be walking down the street with candy and a pop or a hamburger and kicking it. Mm -hmm. If they saw you, they was on the phone. Hey, yeah. Willa. Yeah. I thought I just saw uh, Mongo walking down the street with yep. such and such. Ain't he supposed to be in school? Yeah. They snitching on you. Yeah. <laughs> you said, no, I saw on. Mongo and Cisco get on the bus. Riri is on the bus. They, no, I saw him get on the bus. You know? So we, we had some cohesiveness. Yes. Amen. And now there's so much truncation. There's so much back and forth with it kids. Is. It is. And, it's, and, it, and it stems from a lot of things. Broken homes, domestic violence. Amen. Grandparents raising grandchildren, and they don't always have Which is all of epidemic. the resource. Amen. Yeah, transportation issues. Epidemic. And so all of these things that build community and make us stay alive and thrive, we, we have a breakdown in those delivery of services. 
Now, Stacy, you're talking about something that is, I mean, these are incredible issues that call for incredible solutions mm-hmm. in the state of Oklahoma. But what I have consistently seen, not just dealing with education, but in mental health, that we seem to be getting farther and farther away from that. Now, if community is the solution mm-hmm. and com- communities breaking down, where do we go from there? Because it seems like wow. we are getting farther and farther away from that. And as I stated, uh, that cohesiveness to some degree doesn't exist like it did when we were growing when up. When we were growing up. And that's true. And, and first of all, let's take mental health. You mentioned mental health. But recovery is a reality. And we've got to remove the stigma of people reaching out and getting help. Amen. This is a pandemic. Amen. Our young people are learning online for the first time, some Amen. of them. We have rural areas that don't have access to broadband services wow. and Internet services, so they can't do their homework. So right. think of those who are Native American and who are in different parts of the state, but also at a time where grandparents who are raising grandchildren are having to learn technology. Absolutely. Teachers who didn't have lesson plans that were transferable on technology venues. Wow. So when they start using these platforms, it's hard to get kids to sign on on time, be ready for their educational lesson Mm -hmm. plans when the parents had to go to work and they're raising siblings. It's a lot of stuff going on in the background and nobody's focused on the learning style of the student. Stacey, you've got, I swear, and you know (laughs) when I say this, I mean the, the hairs on my arm are standing up because what what I'm seeing is another breakdown of educational systems for low income and people of color because we already have a, I would say, a division of where we are in the education system as far as how we get our education presented to us. Mm -hmm. And if we're relying on resources that our families don't have, if we're relying on family members who may not be able to read or write themselves, then the education that we're getting is going to be skewed Mm -hmm. in the first place. Absolutely. So if mom and dad are the ones supposed to be helping us while COVID is going on, how are we supposed to get uh, know that even the lesson plan that I'm doing is even correct if they're having trouble reading and Absolutely. writing. Absolutely. And not only that. And I'm that. not saying all, you know, but I'm saying yeah. in, in a lot of our low-income communities, that's what we face. In addition to that, in addition to all of the, the challenges that you just mentioned, mm-hmm. in the last year and a half, we've yeah. had thousands of students lose one parent. Wow. Or a loved one. Amen. So their grandparent, their parent, or an older sibling who was raising them, wow. they lost due to the pandemic. Wow. And it's not just COVID-19 and now the Delta variant, but it is the pandemic of homelessness. Amen. Housing is an issue. It sure the is. The pandemic of access to food. We lived in a food desert. Wow. when the When the grocery store on 23rd and Martin Luther King was Amen. torn down, People were driving uh, anywhere from five to ten miles outside of where Otwell's was to go get food. Amen. And so now we have a new grocery store on 23rd. Uh, Then we have a new grocery store on 36 and Lincoln. But are they conducive to the financial income that minorities and and communities of color have? So 
Um, we like it, we love it, but we hope we can sustain it. Yes. Because people have been conditioned to go to Walmart or to go to Crest. And now you have two grocery stores in your community, but you have to patronize them. But wow. you, you can't af- you can't afford to be charged ten dollars for a bag of, of sugar. Uh, <laughs> five pound bag of sugar. You right. Yeah. So that part we, right we've there. got we've got a lot of work to do. Okay. All this work has got to lead to more and before I say this it's got to lead to more solutions because we know what the problems are. They're not going anywhere. I'm going to go back to what we were just talking about with the pandemic and education. Mm -hmm. There was a little-known situation that was going on, but people who were in the education field knew about it. Mm -hmm. They were sending laptops home with low-income families. And they were, many of those families were pawning those laptops for money so they could have food, just to eat or pay rent or keep the lights on. That's how desperate things got during this pandemic, where it became a choice of your child's education Mm -hmm. on this laptop, which this child needs to do these classes with, or keep my lights on, keep the air on, keep the heat on. They would literally pawn those laptops. And a lot of people didn't talk about that or bring it up, but I know because I still deal with people who are in the education field. Yes, and they was they were talking about how that was a huge issue. That is telling you how divisive our Oklahoma system is because you have some kids who that'll never happen. Mm -hmm. But once again, if you go to the right neighborhoods, the right schools, on the right side of town, Mm -hmm. that's the norm, and so. Right. Well, these pandemics exacerbated the disparities that we already knew existed. Amen. So now we have uh, pulling the Band-Aid off of something we've been covering up for years. Amen. Uh, we keep passing bond issues. We keep uh, giving our school system uh, funding. But people think it's it's elected officials. But once we appropriate those funds for education, then it is the local level of elected officials, the school board officials and the chairman of the school boards who decide whether those funds go to bricks and mortar or curriculum or books, updated books. We we struggle with books in our community that were so outdated that they didn't even have the current president of the United States in it. So we so we're we're growing we're we're identifying these these challenges but as kids growing up you never got to see those challenges because our parents and our grandparents Amen. challenged the status quo they did marches they we've been on the front lines yes. for education for years yes. i walked with dr clara looper Amen. i got to stand uh, with her when she says we need justice and equality amen and, and it's for all people amen all people so i'm glad that you yeah. said that guys we're getting ready to take a small break as i told you i don't think i'll have a finer guest on this show in 2021 no offense to any of the other guests because i say the same thing when they come on (laughs) i love each one of them and each one of them has brought power today our guest uh, anastasia Pittman, is bringing us political power she's bringing us societal power and it's power that we need as a community we're going to take a break and we're going to be right back with the movement from mongo (laughs) 